Welcome everyone, we are about to begin Be'ezus Hashem, feedback and insight, share number 97. What's important in marriage, and in life in general, is that two different truths can exist simultaneously. This is an important skill that we all have to develop to realize that we could contain opposites in our minds, even at the same exact time. And the Torah wants this from us. Very often you'll have opposing chazal seeming to say opposite things, and they're both focusing on an angle of truth that's emes, and you just have to know the, the right situation. And even in the same situation, same event, can be experienced differently and bring out different feelings in yourself and in your husband and wife. And neither of you are right and neither of you are wrong. You're simply perceiving a matziv or reality from your point of view and your husband or wife is perceiving it from his or her different point of view, different vantage point. And that's how it's meant to be. You are not clones of each other. You are different people. You're in different places. You view the world through different lenses. This is true even if you have similar hashkafas. This is true even if you're both Eivdei Hashem, you true trust HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even if you both didn't marry into different cultures within the Jewish from community. But even if you are theoretically in the same culture with the same yeshivas or the same backgrounds, and nevertheless the bottom line is, is you're different people. This also is taken from Inside Marriage by Miriam Castle. has a lot of wisdom in this book. And she talks about this. And it's so key to learn. And the Halavai people should be taught this before getting married. And now that we are married, even many years, we learn these things. A lot of the Agmas Nefesh, a lot of the discouragement, a lot of the annoyances that we automatically feel, that we lash out, when you understand these concepts well and you in, in, integ, integrate them, a lot of that hurt will disappear or it'll certainly be mitigated and a lot of the frustration will go on a much lower level by understanding this concept and internalizing this concept. Because each of you are bringing your own life circumstances into this moment of marriage. You are bringing in your inner world into this moment of marriage and you assume wrongly, you assume that your husband or your wife should be hearing the same thing like you are feeling or thinking or reacting the same way you are and then you judge them and get upset at them when they don't see it that way it's completely, completely unrealistic so he gives an example she gives an example from a second marriage. There was a second marriage that included children from the first marriage. The wife had a daughter from her first marriage that was cruelly taunting her little brother from the second marriage. The father felt bad for his son. It was his father, it was his son, and the wife was the daughter, right? But they're not related to each other. And the daughter, the wife's daughter, was taunting and antagonizing her little brother from the second marriage. The father felt bad for his son. He was very upset at his stepdaughter. Very normal to be upset at his stepdaughter. Why are you antagonizing and hurting my son? 
And he said something to his wife and was ha- wasn't happy when his wife wasn't in sync with his feelings about what occurred. So without realizing it, he assumed that she experienced the event like he had. He didn't think that perhaps his wife also felt bad for what happened to, 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 the, to the boy, whether it was his own child or their shared child. I think the case here is a shared child. She was also unhappy about it. She was also concerned about her own daughter and her bad behavior of acting cruelly towards this boy and what was bothering my daughter and what was causing her to act this way towards her much younger brother. So she was worried about that. And she was concerned about her husband being upset on how to deal with her daughter and how to correct the problem. It's not like she wasn't aware of all these things. She was aware of all these things. But even with understanding this and her not sure how to handle it, you know, when you look at it outside, you see that they, they, they have different challenges here. The husband at the moment expects his wife to be exactly on the same page with him and have the same experience. And he lost sight of her different reality. It's more complex for her. It's not that he's dis- she's disagreeing with him. She's acknowledging as much as he is that his daughter, her daughter's behavior was bad. But she sees more complexity to it because it's her daughter and it's her, it's her son. So he, she sees the reality in a more complex, difficult way and she's not yet sure how to handle it. By, but by him, it's black and white. So here's an example how the perspectives could shift. And he could erroneously think that his wife doesn't care, which is not true. And the wife would sometimes care that, think that the husband's overreacting, which is also not true. So the first step of understanding the fact that you experience reality differently takes away a lot of the sting of those difficult situations. Sometimes it's necessary for both the husband and a wife to stop if they're arguing over something. They're going through a vicious cycle of whatever they're arguing about. To stop, pause, break that vicious cycle, take a deep breath, stop, remind each other. Remind themselves and remind each other. You are two different people. We're experiencing it different. We each have our own world. There's no less important world or more important world. My world is important, but my wife's world is equally important. My husband's world is equally important. doesn't change. We both experience things. So we both need understanding. We both need empathy. So let's provide it for each other. Let's look at the bigger picture each other. Let's bring everything to the table. Let's take our contradictory views and thoughts and feelings and experience and let's learn how they can coexist. They can coexist. And she writes a very important note here. The way to learn this skill to have two seemingly contradictory thoughts in your mind that can coexist at the same time. So, for example, if you, you're the, let's say you're the husband, you have strong opinions about certain things, and you're hearing your wife that has opposite views on those matters, and she feels very different from you. How do those things coexist? You have to learn how to do that. 
to take her world and your world, even though they seem to be opposing, and look at them both objectively. So one way to use it is you word a sentence like this. So instead of saying these words, I thought the trip was great, but my wife didn't like it. Instead of using the word but, saying it this way. I thought the trip was great, and my wife didn't like it. There's a big difference between the two. But means, when you say, I thought the trip was great, but my wife didn't like it, it's your saying is, my world, the trip was great. And but means my wife, totally different experience. It's not my reality. It's not my world. I can't relate to it. She didn't like it for whatever reason. That's what the but does. But if you word it this way, it's not just words. It's the concept in the brain that's affecting the words. I thought the trip was great and my wife didn't like it. What does that do? Those very words by the and, it frees you. It frees you. To have both shared, you may be feeling down a little bit that your wife didn't like the trip as much as you did or didn't like it at all. It makes you feel bad. But over here, when you're saying it this way, I thought the trip was great and my wife didn't like it, you're, 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 you're freeing the both of you. You're acknowledging that you have an experience and you're not negating the experience of the other. You need to, after a while, it may hurt right now or be upset right now, but if you mature and you develop that vulnerability and maturity, you realize there's a reason. Let me go into the world of my wife and figure out and try to understand why she didn't like this particular trip as much as I did and what we can do when we go on any future trip to make sure that her world and my world are aligned, that we can both enjoy it and think it's great. This concept applies with your own feelings as well. Sometimes you have mixed feelings. You can feel sad and excited about leaving an old job and starting a new job, for example, or leaving an old neighborhood and starting a new neighborhood. With, with the right decision, you have the right adracha. But you feel a sadness and an excitement and other emotions. So you need to learn how to experience that wide range of feelings and thoughts and reactions in your own world. It's a healthy, emotional thing to learn how to do in life, even within yourself, and certainly between you and your husband or between you and your wife. And in marriage, this skill can be practiced. This skill of holding multiple truths can be practiced. You practice this skill, it'll help your marriage tremendously, and it'll help your life tremendously. It'll, 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 it'll affect in a positive way, your relationship to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, tremendously. You're confronted with another reality that differs from your own on a regular basis, and you can flush out and figure out what's going on for the both of you. You put the pieces of the puzzle together, like a big picture. You see the bigger picture, the combined picture, what it looks like. I thought the trip was great. She didn't think it was great. It's one big picture now. Okay. So now we have a trip with two multiple uh, uh, perceptions and we're going to work together to see the whole picture, understand it well, and then take st- steps with the next trip to go through whatever those glitches were to make it enjoyable for the both of us. Here's an example of a husband trying to incorporate the reality of, a, of his wife into his world. A husband comes home at the end of a day and he sees his children, his young children, are fighting like cats and dogs. 
having a hard day himself at work, he's very short on patience. He expects his wife to be on top of the situation. Right? That's his world. That's his perspective. I had a very, very hard day, and he did. It's not a selfishness. It's talking about a person, a good husband, not selfish, just a normal, healthy person that has just, uh, you know, a challenge. Rough day at work. He comes home. His, 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 his children are out of control. So he's short on patience. He expects his wife, you know, handle this. From her part, though, her world, she already dealt with many, many difficulties during the day that he's not aware of at all right now. And she looked forward, oh, my husband's going to come home and going to help me with this. So what's going on here? Each one has a legitimate feeling and a legitimate reason for feeling the way they feel. He had an extremely hard day, and once a little Menuchas HaSanefesh, when he gets home, kids are out of control. The last thing he wants to do is to... to, to he doesn't have the Kayach, or he has to muster tremendous strength to get, get it together to discipline them when his wife's there and could do it. Her feeling is, I've been doing this all day. I'm drained. I need your help. Now she needs to understand the hard day he has. He needs to understand that she was doing this all day long. So you see, that part is when you get yourself together on the, by the table and you the empathy and putting each other on each other's shoes, recognizing the opposite reality, and it takes away the sting. In other words, as hard of a day as the husband had, and he comes in and the kids are out of control, if he has that awareness, because they discussed it already, and she explained it, and they went through it, and they're vulnerable. Let's say they had the discussion, why I was upset, why you were upset. But now, after that discussion and ironing it, ironing it out, he comes home, same thing, very hard day at work, kids are out of control. He may want to also say, you, Miss, Miss Wife, deal with this. I don't, I, I, I don't you know, I, I'm, I'm wiped. I, but now he has that realization, wait a minute. She had a hard day too. So, and then she also, she expects her husband to walk in the door and take over completely. She hops. He had a very rough day at work too. So, how do they handle it? Whether they jointly work together, each one putting in their 50% to get the situation better, or they agree with one another, I'll, I'll pull the weight now, you'll pull the weight a different time, however they work it out. But the concept being is that you start understanding each other's realities. That is a skill. And that is an ability to create, to remove a lot of agmas nefesh from situations in marriage. And the problem is, is we forget. We forget. We only know of our reality. We expect that our wife or husband's reality should align exactly like ours. And we fall into that trap. Not to fall into that trap, you may need a physical reminder. You may need a signal from each other. Some type of signal. I had a hard day at work, remember. I had a hard day at home, remember. And you, you share the wife's experience gets incorporated in the husband's consciousness. And the husband's hard work experience from the day goes into the wife's consciousness. And both have what they need to relate to one another, how best to respond in the moment. Right? So when the children can, they, maybe they could fight for a few minutes. Let them fight. They're not killing each other, Baruch Hashem. 
Let them fight. Let the husband and wife let each other know before they even try to get the children out in, in control with bedtime or the craziness that's going on. And each one communicates with each other. Husband, I had a rough day at work. I'm drained. Uh, you know, wife, I had a rough day too. Let's work together to handle this situation. And it removes so much stress. It removes so much stress. It can tr- transform a potentially stressful time into a loving time that is precious, that creates a joy and a bonding. Frankly, your sex life will get a lot better later in the night if you have an intimate schedule that night. It'll be much, much better. If you learn how to do this skill, it seems totally unrelated. You hear this, I'm giving this sheer all of a sudden I'm throwing in sex and intimacy. What does it have to do with anything we talked about here? It does. It has everything about what we talked about here. These ideas that seem so, uh, you could call it deep, but it's very simple. It's skills of learning to incorporate each other's world into one another directly deepens the relationship, creates a lovingness and a bond between the two. When they both have that empathy for each other, you had a hard day and I had a hard day, and the kids are out of control and neither of us wants to really put in that effort with them. I want you to do it, you want me to do it, because we're both dead tired. And we're both, you know, at the end of the rope right now, and we both need time to chill and relax. And we understand, and we understand that. But nevertheless, we're going to work through it together. That creates such a bonding. And that bonding helps with an emotional intimacy and then ultimately with a physical intimacy. So to sum up this and to just summarize what she says is that Hashem brought you together for a reason. There's a combination here of who you both are that was intended to help you both grow individually and collectively, and to bring you both close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who created you to be that way. And the more you expand your world to bring in your wife's world, the more you expand your world to bring in your husband's world, you're, remo- you're moving into the direction of an Achdus and of a Kedusha and of recognizing Hashem is Echad. Hashem is Echad, He's one. He, has, he created all the multiplicity, but it all sources back to the one. He places us in a world filled with multiplicity, with so many different variables and things. And he wants us to look for that oneness that is hiding in the many. That's the beauty of being married. That's the beauty of holding contradictory realities together. That is following the way of Hashem, because this is what Hashem is. Hashem is one, and revealing his oneness through millions and billions of different factors. The trees and the animal life and the mineral life and the human life and the different cultures and the different, um, let's say, climates and far, beautiful forests and deserts and, and water and, and so on. All may seem multi, multiple, various, di- diverse, but it all tracks back to Hashem Echad. So by you emulating HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you do the same thing. Your world and your wife's world are multitudes of differences and you're dealing with so many nitty-gritties in life and you're unifying it as one seamless whole by broadening your, broadening your horizons, looking at your both worlds, seeing it in one whole, unifil, you, 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 whole unified healing whole. That is getting you both closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
That is experiencing well, the oneness that HaKadosh Baruch Hu designed for the both of you. And that's how things that are, are, are initially stressful could create bonds of love and commitment and connection to one another that creates a tremendous joy and simcha in your lives. Bracha and